everyone. Happy end of March. Tommy, what's up? Always happy to see you on, bro. <laughs> I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. All right, everyone. Welcome to episode five, right? Episode five. Um, episode five is aptly titled, Is It Better to Burn Out or to Fade Away? And I bet you most people would probably be curious to know what that is all about. But before I get into it and we get that off our chests, what's up, Haley? Uh, quick shout out to Grim, Grim uh, Artisanal Ales. It is a beautiful brewery uh, near uh, or nearby in Williamsburg. Um, this is one of their delicious sours, man. I can't begin to tell you how uh how this tastes it's just one of, you know it's 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 amazing you gotta go there um sure you can google it's grim artisanal ales uh and that's the way it's spelled g-r-i-m-m -M. nice nice what's up everybody so uh we don't have a whole lot of time because i have a special guest coming on later who um has a great story to tell you about his experience so, guys, let's get it off our chests. Um, first thing I want to bring up, of course, episode three, is it better to burn out than to fade away? Uh, this uh, episode is really, let's, let me put it, let me get to my notes real quick. Um, so I'll read it to you. Uh, you know, I got a ghostwriter. Just kidding. No, I do. Uh, <laughs> on this episode of No Running in the Halls, this conversation on teachers and work, school workers, and the challenges of burning out versus gracefully moving on. Um, but I guess today he's going to share with you his story and I don't want to get into it and tell you anything because it really is a cool story. And I'm going to talk a little bit about him in a little bit. Um, see, sir, good to see you. Always good to see you. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of jobs out there, careers, not jobs. Let me fix that. There's a lot of careers out there that really, um, they're great careers, right? They're really great. There's a lot of benefits to them. Uh, time off is, 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 is really great. Um, this exponential time that you can go spend with your family. It's great, but some jobs, you know, there's just a lot of pressure and there's a lot of, um, you know, things that weigh on you in, in the mental capacity of things. And some of them actually could be strenuous on, on the physicality of your body, but, you know, there comes a, a point where, you know, you, you know, you got to do something about it. You got to speak up or you got to, you know, you got to change something. You got to, you know, you got to give it some medicine, you know what I mean? So to speak, you got to, you got to feed that, 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 that virus. That's ooh, how exciting. You got to feed that virus. That's, that's, you know, uh, feeling you, filling you up and, 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 and poisoning you. So anyway, um, jobs, can often be a place where, you know, a job, sorry, careers might be a place where um, can stress you out so much or put, put such a, a heavy, a heavy strain on you that you, you almost want to just quit, you know, and uh, burning out um, at a job is not fun either. You know, like I fully support the idea of being in a position where you're at your job or your career and you want to be there. You know what I mean? You don't want to not be there. 
you have to change things to make yourself happy. And I think it, most people are, are able to do that. Yo, Birdman, what's up? What's up? I just saw you on. My bad. I, I got to shift my eyes downward where the, where my YouTube channel is. Uh, thanks for joining, Birdman. So is it better to burn out than to fade away or gracefully bow out? I think that some jobs can be very, very strenuous and you'd be forced to, to, to bow out, right? Or to burn, to, to gracefully bow out and do something different. Or you can work that career slash job and, and, and burn out. You know, for teachers, I don't know if they know, people out there know this, but we work 30 years. And really it's like 32, 33 years because, you know, if you want that full uh, pension and all that stuff, you really gotta, you gotta put in a little bit of extra time. Now, I'm 45 I've only been in just my completing my ninth year. So I don't know if I'm going to make it, but whatever, you know, I got these other things going on in my life, but whatever, you know? So anyway, uh, a couple of updates, uh, mass shooting in Tennessee. Terrible. Um, I hope you guys uh, follow because, you know, those of you who have small children and those of you who are, uh, go and, 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 and start families, you know, they, they might go to public schools and they might go to places. Uh, you know, I always, I always say that school safety should be armed uh, or have, have a, a firearm in a lock box in a lock box, because, you know, these people, they come into these situations, these, these, um, these mass, they come into uh, as an invader to a building and they already know that school safety doesn't have a firearm. So it's pretty shitty. But I, I got to tell you, I fully support it. I don't, I don't care if you're scared of guns. All right, so they have, they have a gun on their hip. That's to protect you, by the way. So you'd be surprised how many people are like, oh, I don't know how I feel about a school safety agent having a gun on them. Fuck off, man. They, they get the same training as, as the NYPD uh, in, in New York, that is. You know, there's mass shootings all over the country. But, you know, fuck that, man. I would, I would feel safer knowing that a safety agent who is trained to uh, the same as a police officer to carry a firearm to stop these uh, these shootings from happening. Because the guy in Tennessee, the mayor in Tennessee, he ain't doing shit about it. He said, "Well, my daddy was in the was in the um, he fought in World War II, and uh, he said if someone's looking to to die to to end your life, then there's nothing you can do about it." I beg to fucking differ. <laughs> beg to differ. I beg to very wholeheartedly differ. But again, this is just my opinion. Anyway, but that's not what our episode is about. School safety is another episode down the line. I haven't really quite put it together. I got to do a little bit more research on it. But um, when they came to our school, to uh, our after school program where I work, they talked about uh, they had the school safety agents come in and tell us about the job. And I'm the, you know, I'm the, the, the low key guy that you know, when they said, does anybody have any questions? I was like, yes. Why don't you carry firearms? And the answer was very confusing. There really wasn't an answer. And that bothered me because all you got to do is give them a gun. <laughs> give them a firearm. Give it. Put it in a lockbox. Put two in the building, one near the desk, one in, a, in another room. Because I'm tired of seeing people die. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of hearing somebody going in because they had a rough childhood and they didn't have a good in life to go and shoot up innocent people is bullshit. And wait till that episode. I don't want to bet. I don't want to bet too much. Um, so let me get let me get uh, uh, let me get an amen for today. The kid got um, observed and he was prepared. Uh, I want to uh, uh, give a shout out to A Colette. 
I know you're not on right now, but I want to thank you. I love you, buddy, for looking out for me. You are my fucking Mecca, bro. I love you. And um, if anyone's on here that knows that man, um, I think they could agree with me. That guy, that's a real dude right there. Um, you want somebody on your side? He's your man. Uh, everybody should have a guy like him. With that said, uh, I had my superintendent come into my building today, and I handed her a, a, a my lesson plan, and I said, good morning, Mr. Mango. She responded to me with an absolute nothingness, which was pretty funny. Um, I just, okay, there you go. Um, you could say hi back if you wanted to, <laughs> but she didn't. I guess that's just her. I hear she's a really lovely lady. I never get a chance to have a conversation with her because, you know, I'm really nobody. But um, either way, the kid got observed. It went well, and I'm always, I'm, I'm never scared. I got, I got a lot of colleagues that freak out when administration or superintendents come in the building. I'm unaffected by it. So either way, I don't, these things I don't care for. Um, so let's, let me check the time. We got 914. So let me get into it. So today, today's show is going to reflect on a gentleman who had a similar issue uh, related to the title of this show. Uh, better to, is it better to burn out or fade away? Um, my guy is going to tell you all about it when he had, when he gets on, but this guy, um, when I met him, I gotta tell you, I was like, wow, look at this guy. He's just a big ginger guy. Big, he's a big dude, you know. He's gotta be like six foot two, maybe. I could be wrong. I'm really short, so everyone taller than me is obviously over six foot. Um, but he's got ginger hair. He's, he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a class act, man. And uh, he's a talented dude. He's a talented guy, plays death metal bass. And sings like the I can't do it, man. As a former musician, I don't know former, but I still am a musician. I mean, in my heart, I am. Um, I play the ukulele, all right? Get off my case, everyone. Shit. Um, so uh, he's, he, he plays death metal. And he plays up here. And he just, I don't understand what he's saying. I never did. I never claimed to understand death metal lyrics, but it sounds fucking cool, right? I think it's fucking cool. So anyway, uh, subject area is the LA. He's a, he's a, I've seen him. You know, it's funny when he got hired, I actually, it was the summertime. I'm pretty sure of it. And he came in in a black suit and he was teaching and getting, and getting his interview demo lesson into it to get, obtain a job. And I was like, who is this guy? This guy looks interesting. So, and he turned out to be very interesting. I do like talking to him. He's got a, he's got a good wit. He's, he's a, he's a charged guy, but very relaxed. He's a passionate guy. You could tell that any artist that you, you come across anybody with artistic um, value is a passionate person. Um, and if, you know, if you're, you, you know, you, there's passion in everything, you know, if you're a sports person, there's passion in sports. <laughs> Wait, let me time out for a second. I got a cool little story um, before uh, before my guest comes on. I just got done eating my my birthday dinner from Bourbon Street on Bell Boulevard in Queens, Bayside, that is. Uh, they gave me a card that was worth like 20 bucks. You know, have any entree uh, up to the value of 20 bucks. And um, Bourbon Street, if you don't know it, it's, it's a restaurant, but it's known for its bar and its rooftop. And um, the food is pretty good. It's, it's, I mean, I wouldn't call it like, you know, I wouldn't give it a 10 on a scale of one to 10. I'd probably give it like a, like an eight, you know, but um, it's, it's a, it's a cool, it's a cool place. But the Met game, both the Yankees and the Mets had uh, their opening day games. And this guy, he's your atypical, like, like Whitestone Bayside, 
Um, you know, it looked white, you know, it looked like a white dude. I don't think he was any if, of any other uh, ethnicity. And he's wearing like uh, one of those, those flex fit yeah, Met hats. It's like gray in the back. And it's like, it's like not really the colors of the Mets. And he's got his Met jersey on. He's got his cold bud, you know, the, the Budweiser, the king of beers. And he's, um, every time the Mets did something great, he like yelled the, con he's like, yeah, yeah. Run those bases, you fat fuck. And I was like, damn, bro. Do you sound ridiculous right now? And he's looking around for, like, approval. And then, like, you know, the, a guy hit, like, a base hit. And he was like, that's my guy. That's my guy. Like, he turning around. And, like, everyone's like, we're trying to eat dinner. Can you can you tone it down? I mean, I wasn't. Oh, I kind of was. But, like, in joking fashion, me and my girl were kind of making fun of him a little bit. But like, you know, he's like one of those guys. He's like, he's got that raw, like New York accent. He's like, he's like, get him out of here. He's like, that's my guy. You know, like, it's just, it's pretty irritating, especially if you're trying to enjoy a dinner. He's like that guy. He's got his beer, like nestled in his, in his nip, right here in his nipple. He's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, <laughs> my girl was like, yo, I'll give you like five bucks if you, if you say yeah back. And I was like, I was about to, I was about to earn that $5. But she's like, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. So I was like, all right, don't tempt me with a good time. I will. So, so um, getting back to our guest that's coming on, he should be calling in real soon. Um, we uh, we do some coffee runs. Uh, we hit up D&D &D on a Friday. It's not every Friday, but we try to get together. I think sometimes you get caught up with your day or, you know, maybe there's like a coverage or something. But, you know, those trips are nice. I, I cherish those trips. You know, a good conversation and good friends is hard to find. And, you know, I may not love everybody in my building, um, but I'll tell you what I do love. I love the people that, that like me and care for me. Uh, if you don't like me, you don't care for me. That's okay. Life goes on. But, you know, you make good, you make good, uh, you good, make good relationships, good long lasting friendships with people that you work with, especially if it's not just a job, but it's a career. And I certainly love that. Um, real quick, does anybody have any comments or questions they have about the show? Because we are drawing near to, uh, to my guest popping on and he, um, he uh, definitely has a great story. Has anybody ever been in, in, a, in a job or a career where they like just hated going to it every day or you had somebody at the, at the job who was, uh, was a, a higher, a higher position than you just giving you shit all the time. I mean, I, I worked at a restaurant where I got shit all the time and I was a little younger. I'm, I'm a pretty, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm like a little chihuahua, you know what I mean? I was like, ah, you know, I'm always like rattling some cage or something, but um, it's just because I'm passionate and I care. I just want you to know that. I'm not trying to hurt nobody. I'm just, you know, I didn't start this podcast to make fun of anybody I, I, or, or, or diss people. I, I just want things to be heard. That's all. That's just, that's my battle cry. Um, but yeah, I worked at a restaurant for like 11 years and um, man, I had this one guy, he just would walk around. He's this little British guy from Wales, right? And this guy would fucking walk around. He was the oddest little motherfucker ever. Just, you know, and one of the, you know, when you're at work and you're standing close to people at tables taking orders, you know, you don't want to be stinking up the place. And sometimes I had some coffee or I ate something and I didn't want my breath to stink. So I would choose some gum, right? Because it's just the right thing to do. You know, you don't need to be breathing up on people if you just had like something garlicky or coffee or, you know, sometimes you could eat like something sugary and sugary actually creates um, 
uh, bad breath. I don't know if you know that, you sh sugary things. Um, but yeah, you know, any of those reasons why I would just put a piece of gum in my mouth or just get a, you know, get that taste out of your mouth. And um, you know what? This guy would come over, like he would interrupt me at a table and he would be like, um, Jay, would you spit out the gum, please? And I'm like, get the fuck away from me, you fucking weird creeper. I was like, you just pulled me over from a table as I was in mid-conversation to tell me to spit out my gum. What are you, what am I, five? What are you, my dad? Get the fuck out of here, you fucking little weird peer. Like, I called him Peter Pan. I was like, get out of here, Peter Pan. I was like, fuck you. Um, he went to tell my other boss, and I was like, oh, are you, are you, are you below being managed? I go, Mike, this isn't a management thing. This is a fucking piece of gum. I think you can relate to this, man, because your breath stinks. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyway, yeah, I, I've been in that situation where people are just really just, they go that extra mile to be exclusively annoying. Um, and that's not where you want to be. And I've been, I worked there a long 11 years, made a ton of money there. And it was beautiful. It was on the water. And it really was just a, a an amazing time. I actually met uh, the girl that I'm with now. I met her there. And uh, well, I knew her there. And uh, after I was divorced, we started up a relationship. You know, I think she was a cool girl. She was pretty. Uh, she got a great body and you know, stuff like that. You know, like what, what more could a guy want? Um, and she's younger than me, so I'll obviously die first. You know, so <laughs> I will die first. Ah, what's up, Bunts? Yo, we got Jay Bunts coming on. Jay Bunts, you missed a lot so far. What the fuck were you doing? Trying to get, trying to get you to. Uh, be on my podcast. It's already 9.23, so we're counting down. So, guys, um, please um, do. Uh, when they were having um, issues at their job. Now, I'm going to let him tell I'm trying to keep so much in because I actually found out some really good information that our guest today uh, told me because I was under the impression of something different of the tail end of, of, of a different um, school that he worked in. But um, it's funny when I when I speak to uh, guys in my building, specifically my UFT guys, I was always under the impression that if you got fired from, and, and I'm not saying that the person who was like, coming on got fired, but um, in the DOE, I didn't realize that if you were fired from a school, like you're not fired from the DOE. I think that's kind of what I got from this conversation today. Like if you were like, for instance, there's many th reasons you can be fired in the in the deal. A terminated is a better word. I guess I should use more professional word. Terminated uh, at a job. Now, if you go do something stupid, like you know, hit someone or or touch uh, inappropriately or do inappropriate things with a student, you know, those are reasons to be fired completely indefinitely. Don't come back, right? Because uh, you'll probably be in jail. But um, I think uh, if you were like fired for something like oh. Uh, you have to, you're, you're out of license and you didn't fix it. Like that should be it. All right, guys, I'm going to shut the fuck up. Uh, please help me welcome uh key time. Oh, was he calling that whole time? Holy shit. Here he comes again. Keith KTV. What's up, man? KTV. Are you there? KTV. Are you there? I am here. What's up? KTV is here. I hope y'all can hear him. I'm gonna put him over here for you. So KTV, I was um telling uh telling my uh, my viewers who are on the, the the amount that are here, I was telling them uh of, of 
your um, just a little bit of background information about you, about how talented you are as a musician, and that you're the singer and bass player, which is a tough thing to do. Um, I'm okay. I, no, you're you're not just okay. okay. I'm, I'm I'm mid, like seven out of ten. All right. I mean, I think others can uh, can agree with. Uh, definitely, you are not an average uh, musician. You. You, you you have a listen i played music for a long time and i sometimes i would get caught up in trying to write something on guitar and that's a lot easier than bass bass i think is a little harder so i, I give a lot of credit to the getty lees and the and the the bass playing singers out there because that is a tough thing to do because you're a rhythm section and rhythm sections are typically um you know if you're playing in the pocket or you're you're playing uh something that's outside of like the actual rhythm of the, the vocals that could be difficult which i don't think a lot of singers and and um bass combination bass players do i think they kind of cater to the 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 lyrics to the bass which is great but that's not an easy job so kudos to you for that man i always gave props to bass players they are they are an essential part of music for sure appreciate the talk up man no ways no ways so listen we don't have too much time. We got about a halfy left on here. So I want you, um, I wanted to know, like today we spoke a little earlier and we, we were kind of like just, you know, pre-briefing the, the, um, the show a little bit. Uh, yeah. you, know, you changed, you changed my mind about something that I was already, I had, I had a previously thought and I'm glad you, you, you um, corrected me, which is I thought you were originally terminated, but you didn't. And I want you to tell your story. And I want you to tell our viewers uh, just, you know, how did how did you feel about the, the the place where you were versus the one you're at now? And and what what types of ways did you did you help? Did, did you do for yourself or any outside external things that helped you deal with this? Because you know what? Some people would go absolutely bananas knowing that they put so much time and effort and money into a career you know any doctor any nurse any teacher will tell you man we put in a lot of money if we don't get loans and grants and and, and help from the government man this it's a lot of money that we got to put out so with that said you know i don't understand how some people in this in this uh, world of, 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 of career options can really put their employees in situations like you were in or that even a lot of people were in you know we invest a lot into this in this career. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to give the floor to you and uh, you know um, I'm sure if anyone has any questions or any comments, please, we love to hear them. Um, GM, thanks for joining. All right. So Keith, the floor is yours. Tell, right. tell us your story, man. Well, um, I, I can actually go even further back. Um, before I started actually working at the school, I started my career and I can even talk a little bit about my student teaching experience, which is something that isn't really, uh, doesn't pop up too often um, when people think about that. Yeah, student, I, stu student, teach, student teaching, I got to tell you, I learned so much more student teaching than I did in college, I got to be honest with oh, you. Oh, I couldn't agree I couldn't agree more, but I'll Hell say yeah. this, it was no cakewalk. Um, and I unfortunately had a rough situation where my uh, mentor, for lack of a better term, I did teacher I was working with was out on medical leave for most of the time. Uh -huh. So I was really like, you know, fending for myself. That's tough, man. Um, which tough. is already like a tough way to start a career, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine. But, I can't imagine. Uh, um, I, my, my mentor 
uh, for for uh, my start of uh, the career at where I'm at. Um, she she's a great person. I love her to death. Um, but she did help me. But I mean, I, I definitely could have used a little bit more of that that teaching experience uh, before. I mean, you're given it like I think some one of them is like a hundred hours, or I remember doing fifty yeah. and if, if fifty but, at one time and a hundred at another. But yeah, continue, man. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. You actually said something quite illuminating there. The fact that you had a good relationship with your mentor, mm-hmm. and you still feel like you needed more help and more, you know. So imagine the shit I was dealing with. Yeah. But anyway, you 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 know that's just sort of a preamble. That's not even really like that's like the appetizer. So it's, yeah, <laughs> you know, you you want, you want the you want the main deal, which is uh, listen, I man. Started, like, listen for what it's worth, KTV. We we've got we've got uh, what is it? Um, we got a half hour, man. So you can fit as much as you want in there. The world is your oyster, yeah. man. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll tell my story, man. I'll you know go for so, it, man. All right, well, so I I'll, I started I started my actual DOE. So I subbed for about a year. Uh, subbing in is an easy eater, um, and I, you know I don't envy I don't envy the subs even now because you know they're they're thrown every which way. You you see it, you you see it just as much as I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was subbing for a year, and I wound up getting appointed at my first school um, in the middle of the year. So I started in January, which is already like a rough start because you don't. You don't have a good, you, you have to really try to establish a rapport with the kids, and you don't have a lot of time to do that. Mm. You know what, Keita, if, if you don't mind me chiming in, it's funny that you just said that because I was going to wait till you were done with your story, but GM chimed in, and he was on my last show, and he said something really cool. I don't know if you're reading it while you're on, but he said, you know, although the classroom was, uh, the student teaching was valuable, um, it, but it, it did give him a false sense of, 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 of uh, my classroom man- management ability, his classroom management ability. Um, he thought he had the kids under control, but in reality, he was cooperate. He was it was his cooperating teacher's presence that kept him in line. Which you know what? I gotta tell you, I, I thumbs I thumbs up. To, I gave him the thumbs up on that. But you know what? I always felt from the very beginning, uh, Kitab, and I and I and I know that you have this too because we're, we're our homerooms are are pretty close. Um, yeah, but I, I always thought I had good classroom management, you know, I like in any, in any, um, uh, in any, whatchamacallit, uh, observation, I always was either effective or highly effective. I think I should have been highly effective all at every single time because the rapport that I get from the kids or the rapport that I have with the kids, Hey, d thanks for joining. Um, I just, I, I command respect and you know what it is? My delivery for that is, is very, very good. And I always thought that, but yeah, it, some, for some people, it gives them a false interpretation because you know, that other person really was the boss of that room. Right. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll just say this as far as classroom management's concerned, that was the biggest hurdle that not only every, every teacher deals with that some more than others. And I'll be honest with you, like that was always like my sort of uh, Achilles heel mm. for what it was worth, especially in the beginning. Like, I, I mean, to, to sort of go off of what GM was saying, um, I left student teaching not knowing what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> yeah. I started, I started um, in that school not knowing what the fuck I was doing. 
Yeah. If you hear, if you, if you heard, if you heard a Colette's a thought on, on student teaching, it should be more of that and less of school. Like you get foundational. Yeah. It's such a, he's such a smart guy, man, because he really does. You know, he's, he's saying a lot of what you're saying too. We should, we should really start a network here. I'm telling you, but go ahead, continue, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, I was going to, I was actually going to crack a joke, but I I was also going to say, you know, even now I still don't know what the fuck, but I, I think I do. You know, I think I, I think we're always I think we're always kind of like thinking about like, hey, even like someone like GM who's been in the game for a really long time, you know, like sometimes we're always learning something, you know, we're always yeah. you know, every day. Like I find some kind of new strategy, you know, but to, in a way, but in a way, that's the beauty of it. That's that's what makes that's what makes what we do so great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I love teaching, man. I love it. There's just other things I don't like about it. But I love I love being in the class with those yeah. kids. Right. Well. I guess I guess I should actually, you know, I, I I don't mind like the little detours and whatnot. But speaking of the kids, that was one of the biggest issues I, I encountered early on mm-hmm. in my in my school anyway. Yeah, I was uh, in a not great neighborhood. Um, yeah, what what uh, what district were you in, and what neighborhood was it? Um, actually, not too far from uh, where you you hang out often in Ridgewood. Oh right, right, right. Is it is it any of the? Was it a middle school? It was middle school, right? It was a middle school, yeah. Was it on um? Was it on Cypress, off Cypress, or on Cypress? Well, for for the for the interest of of you know, not throwing anybody under the bus or anything okay. like that, I'm not going to name the school, but I could tell you, I could tell you like off air. Okay, fair enough. But it's but you you'll when I tell you what it is, you'll be like, oh, okay, I know what it is. Okay, yeah, I'm sure. I, you know what, man? That's fair, of course, yeah. Um, no, but that's, yeah, yeah it's, it, yeah, continue. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 you're good. I just, uh, I just kind of want to preface everything by saying also while we're on the subject, I'm not on here to tell my story to throw anybody under the bus or say, Hey, they fucked up or they did this. I'm just simply here to tell my experience and let people, you know, make of it, make of it what they will. And that's, and that's exactly what we want, man. That's all we want. No, I, my, my intentions, my intentions on, on this show is never to, to, to make uh, any, anybody or any, any, any institution or even my own, even the hand, the hand, the, the hand that feeds me, uh, malintentions. There's nothing, there's nothing more than, no, of, of course, man, I know that, but yeah. you know, you, you never know. There's always people out there who of course. want the hot goss as it is. Yeah. Anyway. So people I with see. the middle name, Karen, you know what I mean? I get it. <laughs> right. Uh, well, at any rate. Um, so you're so, so you're in Ridge, you're in Ridgewood, and you're you're, yes. you're 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 not loving where you're at. No, I'm I'm actually like on the on the border of Ridgewood and Bushwick. Okay. I would say that's where I was, and yeah. this is where, and this was about. I want to say. I want to say this was about like eight ish years ago eight ish years eight eight ish years ago so circa 2015 Uh um wait so so i know you for seven years now yeah about that six seven years time goes by so quickly all right i'm sorry about that you you got that right man all right so i'm there so i'm definitely uh things start off okay it's like all right i i I feel like, all right, I'm dealing with, with the kids and slur, slowly understanding what to do. Um, and then, you know, 
I then September rolls around. I start mid year. I get through that. I had some rough kids, and I thought, okay, maybe it was just the kids I was teaching. Whatever, you know. One of them told me to go fuck myself. One of them threw another one threw a book at me. Jesus uh, Yeah, this was just in the first few months. Um, and I and, and I just was like, okay, you know, this is just uh, I, almost like a hazing ritual in a way. Um, and you know, my observations were were acceptable, not great. Um, but then I got re- but things got really rough. I think around uh, the second year, the first full year in that school. Yeah, and that's when uh, I felt. I don't. I don't want to blame admin exclusively, because I feel like there were a number of factors at play. Well, they definitely um, were. They were definitely an ingredient in the recipe for sure. Oh, oh, no doubt, no doubt. Um, at the time, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I was like, "Fucking admin, fucking these people, whatever, whatever." I was confused. It was. It was always them, 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 and not me. But you know, in, in retrospect, I think. You know what? It probably was also me. In addition to everything else, mm-hmm. like it, it, everybody had a hand in this 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 situation. Yeah. Um. At any rate, so I, you know, I, I, I my observations were not coming back that great, and I reached a point with the combination of the kids. The kids didn't get any better. The kids were just like not great. Now, now, key type, If I don't, if you don't mind me inserting this question, you were getting bad um, uh, or or low scores on your observations. But did you think that you were a good teacher? Did you think those those uh, evaluations were were legit? Or like, could you honestly say, "Wait, hey, hey, I don't, I disagree with this one." I mean, because there's a lot of times like you'll look at your observation and be like, "Wait a second, like, uh, well." I was all, well at the time. I was a very, still a very new teacher. And I okay. didn't feel like I was in a position to really question anything. Okay, and well, not even. But I'm not saying question them. I'm saying, did you think that to yourself when you got an observation back that was not a, a that was not part to what you thought went down in that classroom? It was was that something that can we say well, that? Well, that? well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I'll and I'll just tell you this too. The way they did observations is very different than what you and I are used to now. Oh, they were, you know, usually we get a sort of heads up, uh, some Excuse sort me. of just like, hey, we're going to come in this week, or you know, we might be stopping by. Nope, no, no such, no such thing happened. Oh, so they in just fact, did, they just did blind pop-ins? Oh yeah, in, oh. in, in fact, and, and I'll get to this in a little bit. I, I mean, I'll get to this in a little bit. The final nail in the coffin for me was when. They called in the superintendent just to come see me. Oh man, that must have been nervous. Yeah, that was talk that about was, talk uh, about trying to force somebody out, right? Hundred ends, by the way. Oh, gross. Were you prepared? I had no idea. I didn't even know who she was until she told me her name. Yeah, but were you prepared that day that she came in? Like, were you were you lesson planned? I out? I would like to think so. I mean, I like I would always I would like to think, hey, I, I try to prepare as best as I can. But unfortunately, you know, classroom management in my case got in the way. Mm-hmm. I really didn't know how to jive with the kids. I didn't know how to handle the kids. And part of it is too, and I think I've learned this now being, you know, a bit more seasoned, is that I was afraid to be myself. I was afraid to be authentic. You know, I, that's I, horrible. That's horrible. Yeah. We we just got a, co- a comment uh, on a, on the, on that. 
We uh, they, uh, in, in some places they call them drive-bys. Oh please! I mean, if 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 you want to use that parlance, then my old school was fucking Compton. <laughs> you know, I think so. that it. I think that I think you know, and I'm I don't have a leg to stand on. I'm not admin, but I would certainly love a heads up. I think that every teacher deserves a heads up. We're all on the same team, man. Nobody needs to be popped in on and and startled and have their day ruined because you know. You know, that day you just, you were having a bad, you know, to, it's better to, to prepare, you know, prepare, like that's what we do. We prepare things. We cannot possibly come into a classroom and wing it. You know what I mean? That's just not logical, you know? And no. for them to come in and think like, like you, it almost looks like you're, you're like trying to set us up for failure if you don't give a notice. So that's all I'm saying. Like, even if it's just a week in advance, like, hey, man. We're going to pop in. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm going to check the schedule. It might be closer to Wednesday. It might be closer to Friday. Not for nothing. I just think that's the professional, courteous thing to do. Okay, I just want to come see you. I want to see what, you, I, I want to see what your classroom looks like. You know, how do you teach? That's all I want to know, you know? Yeah. No, but there was the, – the, the, yeah, this was basically like – this was the big situation. Um, I, I reached a point where – uh, she would come in, observe me a bunch. Um, my observations were shit. And she even said to me, uh, yeah, um, who, by the way, they might need my AP in particular. Like I, I want to, I don't want to like, again, I said, I don't want to throw anybody into the bus, but, uh, she was a relatively unpleasant person. And, uh, terrible. So that, that's me being nice. But yeah. anyway. It's amazing how some it's amazing how some people go go into a uh, a uh, position of power authority and they're not they're not they no business doing it they have no business like some of the admin that I've met in my entire life as far as co you know teaching and 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 subbing and 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 school school um uh, observations I gotta tell you some people have no business being in charge of a whole entire grade or school uh, we got a comment that says but it's admin. Uh, but if admin comes in regularly, if they are in touch with the day-to-day -day operations and instruction, teachers wouldn't feel anxious, and there wouldn't be an out uh, to get you uh, to get you climbing. Okay, I read that wrong, but I agree. I mean, look, if you want to pop in, non-evaluatory, hey, I just want to pop in. Like you know, if you're not always teaching, if you're not always educating, if you're sitting there playing a movie every day and you're a higher teacher, go home. That's this is not for you. But like you know, right, uh, I I had a we have a colleague um, that said um, in Long Island, uh, one of our our colleagues, uh, Kita, uh, um, that said in Long Island they hand you they hand you on the first day of work they hand you a paper in your mailbox that says, well, so we don't want you to worry about any observations. Don't be frantic about it. Those things are not important. We hired you with the trust that you're going to be in that classroom educating kids. We're going to pop in. We are going to do it because it's it's over our heads. But don't fear them. Don't worry about them. We're all on the same team. And I fucking love that. And I was like, yeah, like, what is the problem with, you know, just being courteous to your staff and just being like, hey, yeah. don't you worry about no, it. And, and that's that's the way it should be. That you, I, mean, I mean, look, they got to do at the end of the day. I understand it's all about just checking boxes. They yeah. have a job to do much like we do, much like their bosses do and so on and so forth. I understand that much, but at a certain point, um, you know, as a newer teacher who needed extra support, like you can clearly see, Hey, things are not going well. 
And it's interesting. And I, and I, I know you might be thinking of a particular person because you and I have encountered the situation not too long ago. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to talk about that because that's, yeah. that's, you know, that's another situation. For sure. But, um, you know, I, I was trying. I was really trying my best, man, um, in this whole, in, the, in my old school. And I felt like, I guess ultimately in a lot of ways I was set up for failure. But I also clearly. Kind of set myself for failure clearly clearly and i I say but but here's the thing i also now thinking back on it like having kind of perspective because of course hindsight is 2020 um having a little bit more perspective about the situation and understanding that you know i could have really i don't know what i could have done different but i could have tried not to be such a, a people pleaser in that respect because it's it creates a a resentment in a way where you think oh i have to be this i have to be that this is what they want this is what they want and then you try that and it doesn't work and then it still blows up in your face anyway and it just creates more resentment and more of an issue and i think that's even a big issue now in the doe not just in in any school in particular but yeah just overall yeah, you, you you're spe- you're speaking you're speaking truth, buddy. I I I I one hundred percent agree with you. Yeah, but this is more so the case at the beginning of my career, and I feel like a lot of people at the start. You know, there's there's always that old adage of yeah, your first few years are, are rough. They're always hell, and <laughs> they ain't kidding, man. <laughs> like, you know, I, I I know we don't have that much time left, but I'll just chime in and say, you know personality wise and, 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 and how you, how you, uh, really present yourself, you know, Kitab, you know how I roll, man. I'm, I'm not, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I dance to the beat of my own drum, I guess, so to speak, but like, you know, in the beginning as, as rattling as it was and as nerve wracking as it was, you know, like I just, I, I have to say it, there's a level of like, I don't know, enlightenment you know to, to you know when i was hired man I, I gotta tell you it was one of the most exciting days of my life. i remember exactly where i was and what i was doing and i i couldn't wait i couldn't wait to get my like i felt like my life was starting you know what i mean it was such an interesting yeah. thing you know and then you get these bad yeah. tastes shoved down your throat you know what i mean yeah well i do what i do want to do though before things wrap up i know we still got a little bit of time yeah yeah we got about uh, 12 minutes okay but I definitely at least want to address the part of my story because I'm not here to keep that on right. my old school and say, you know, they suck, this is this, this is that, I fucked up, whatever. But I, I let me stick to the part where I was about where I was leaving. Right, where right. I was made to leave. So um the final as I said before, the final nail in the coffin was um when my principal not only stopped it unannounced, I was already like on open market at this point. I was already looking for another place to go. I wanted out of there. Like, he wouldn't believe. Um, but then my principal comes in, again, you know, unannounced, drive by, you know, like we're in Ho- like we're in Hollis. <laughs> the, um, the Wild West. Yeah. Actually, actually, East New York would be more appropriate since that's close to me. But I digress. Crenshaw um, Boulevard, but I digress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Um, so more drive-bys happen. The principal comes in. He, he basically is like, yeah, things are not looking good for you. Um, um, and, you know, your observation reports have been bad. And that's because I have an admin who basically says, 
basically told me, yeah, you're, nothing you're doing is effective as a teacher. And that's how I knew, like, that's where I was, like, really questioning everything. Wow. Yeah. It was, like, the, the exact words out of, out of their mouth. It was pretty fun. Um, but at any rate, then as I said to you, as I mentioned earlier, the principal brings in the superintendent. It wasn't, like, the kind of thing where it was, oh, the superintendent happened to be by, just like today, actually, you know, for PPO or anything like that. No. Superintendent came to see, to verify that I was not fit to be a teacher. Oh. Yeah. I, I almost threw up in my mouth just now. Yeah. It's terrible. And it's just like, and it was, and it was a rough time too, man, because I had just moved in with my um, then girlfriend, now wife. I was just, I was getting my life in order, you know? It's the beginning of my career. Yeah. Um, trying to get my myself in order. I was planning a wedding. I was, I think I was engaged at that point. I was planning a wedding and, and whatnot too. It was, a, it was a rough situation. I can't um, imagine that be easy for you, man. It, dude, it, it sucked. But, yeah. um, and so I go to my union rep at the school and the union rep basically says, look, they're just trying to, they're going to discontinue you. Um, so my advice to you is to resign. Um, I'm sure you can work out some sort of deal, um, so you can move on to another school. Smart. Because it's just quite, because quite honestly, this place is just not a good fit for you. Yeah. Um, you know, believe it or not, um, where I, I almost like, by the time I got, you met me, where I started, where we are now, I almost, was, I was at a crossroads. I was very close to quitting. Mm. Even when you came, even when you came to our building. Oh no! Like I meant, like I was in interviewing and interviewing and interviewing. Ah, uh, uh, so, uh, so how many? How many? How many interviews did you go on before you reached uh, our building? I want to say about ten. Wow! In the span of two months. What? Wow! Well, and and you yeah. and when and let me ask you this, uh, uh, I think it's important that we we say we answer this or or we we clarify. In the ten, was there anyone any of those um, um, any one of those interviews uh, give you a sense of promise from the very beginning of the interview or the end of the big interview? Oh, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. So some of the interviews went well. Did any of the other? Did any of those ten actually like consider you for a position? So, so here's, here's what happened with a couple of those. I did a demo lesson. I, for a couple of them, I met with every, I met with everybody. Things seems pretty well, but then they go and check with my suit to the old school. Uh, and that's then nice. I get, and then once, as soon as they do that, I'll get an email saying, Oh, we can't hire you. We can't consider you for the position. Wait a second. What? So, so they contacted you. So they contacted you for a reference, and then, and, and I always thought that reference wasn't the reference wasn't able or wasn't allowed to uh, comment on you. They said, "Oh, he, they're supposed to say, oh, well, he resigned, or we parted ways.'" Did I? I don't really know what transpired between those those conversations. All right. How what transpired there? So, I was at the end of my rope by the time I got to where we are now. Uh -huh. 
Man, you know that that you know what I gotta say something a little out of out of touch, out of line, but it you know I think you'll appreciate it. And some of the people who know know us or that are with us today, uh, I kind of puts a, like, a little bit of a new light on 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 our uh, our superior that that you, she she gave you the chance, you know. Yeah, and I, and I was and and honestly, the reason why that happened is I was honest, I was straightforward. I chilled well with the kids. I chilled well with the staff. Yeah. Like upon meeting some of the people that we work with, um, who sat in on my interview and my demo lesson, it's like I connected with those people right away. Nice. Yo, Kita. Connected with those people. Yo, and TV man, that's this so far is a great. I didn't know a lot of this. These like finer points of 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 your the inner workings of your departure and new beginning at our building, and I gotta tell you, I love this story, man, because it just got better with that additive, you know. Because you know, I I I, I butt heads with my hours, you know, not butt heads, but you know, I've had my own words. Of course, but of you know, course. I I gotta tell you, I, I I've been told that she respects me and and anybody that sticks up for you know. I didn't know that. I thought you know, hey. You know, I, I think I'm just I might be rattling cages here, but I wasn't, you know, and you know, what? for that for that piece of information to be said, I think it's important that, you know, wow, you were given an opportunity after multiple strikeouts and and, and a reasonable or non reasonable cause of, 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 of not being able to hire you for some some silly thing, you know, like, you know, some silly thing mm -hmm. like, oh, well, you know, he was a new teacher and he just wasn't, he wasn't killing the game or he wasn't looked at as somebody that was killing the game. And I got to be honest, Keita, I, I'm, 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 I'm very, I'm blessed to have, to have gotten you on the show and, and hear the story. Is there anything uh, that you're leaving out that you have about two more minutes left to, uh, to pop in uh, uh, as a part of your story? Feel free to do it. Yeah. So I, I, I guess I just want to say, so, uh, Yes, I told my story, and I guess we should get to address the title of the episode, you know, yeah. the burnout thing. Um, I guess the moral of my story, so to speak, yeah, we all get burnt out. We all deal with shit. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, things could always be worse. Things could always yeah. be more frustrating. Even now, dude, I'll be honest with you, I feel pretty burnt out, as, as any teacher does at the end. It could be tough, man. You know, some some people walk into fires. Some people protect people on the streets. We go. I think our job is just as difficult. We go. We go. We go into hot, a hot place like a like a like a uh, educational building. We get we get shit too, man. And we we you know, hey man, mass shootings. You know, we got we're in danger too. You know. Yeah, and and we're vilified, but for all intents and purposes, yeah, and whatnot. But that's I, I'm not gonna get into that. Well, uh, keep say this. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, it's good that it's good that you have, you know, for people dealing with burnout or people dealing with negative situations like mine. I just I, I think it's worth saying that um, things can improve, things can get better. Uh, you're not totally fucked. Um, and I, and and I say this as somebody who genuinely thought like things were totally fucked when when everything went down the way it did. Yeah. Um, but now things turn out great. I I got tenured a while back. I've got I've I've pre I've carved out my niche in the school, um, and I've connected with with many of many of my colleagues, you included. Um, Why so. you? Um, nah, man. I think you're a stand up guy, and I think um, you know I I for one 
don't have a problem getting along with people. I think, you know, it might be the opposite. I mean, maybe I'm not for everyone. And I say that a lot, but people always say that I'm, I'm too hard on myself, but I, I am, I am a character and I am, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a jagged pill to take, but you know, you're a stand up guy and you, you go into your classroom and you mean business and you, you know, you, you have a good rapport and, you know, things turned around for you. And I, I think that it's just perseverance and, and, and the, the, the idea that, you know, this can't be over. You know what I mean? This can't be over. No. I, I, I can be the, better. The only, I can get better. The only, the only way it ends is if you choose, choose for it to end. Golden words. That's, that's all it is. Golden words. The man. only way, the only way is, that's what I tell the kids all the time. The only way you're guaranteed to fail is if you don't try. Yo, Denzel, man, he said it. He said it. He's like, yo, listen, man. He's like, you're never going to. I quote Denzel Washington so much, and I don't even know yeah, if yeah. it's his shit. It might be something. I don't know, man. He might be recycling some really could, fucking. Could be something out of Shreving Day. Yeah. Somewhere else. I love him. You know, Den, Denzel to me is a lot like Kevin Bacon. I love to hate him, and I hate to love him. You know, it's crazy. Um, yeah. but yo, key time, man. I know we, we still have a little bit more time. I realized I started at 9.05 today, so I actually have a little extra time. But key time, how are you feeling now in the 2023 era of your life in a new building that you've been in okay. for some time now? Um, how does it feel to be vindicated and to be well, uh, a part of the, the at infrastructure? This, at this point, it's sorry, at this point, it's not that new. I mean, at this point, I've been there longer than I was in my old school, yeah, than any other side. You know, six going on six years now. Yeah. Um, and listen, man. Like, I'll be honest with you. Some days are frustrating. Some days are, you know, just fine. Yeah. Uh, I'll admit this year in particular has been a little bit rough for me. Mm. Um, uh, I'm dealing with a split schedule. You know, somebody's got it. Every people do it every so often. Yeah. Um. um Split schedule. Split, split schedule. For those of you who don't know, it he probably teaches uh, two different grades, or, or oh, he, I do. yes, I do two different grades. Yeah, two different grades, which is terrible. But I mean, I mean, it's 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 it. You're it's you're capable. We're all capable of it. But why would we want to? Or you or you could actually teach two different subjects, and that usually is yeah. for more more designed for special ed teachers who have a license that caters. Or allows you to teach four core subjects, but you know some people are like, "Oh, I have a literacy class," and or I have a an ELA class. And, you know, they kind of mosh them together, but they want you to do different things. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. I don't know. I never got that, but whatever. <laughs> right, but all the same, I mean, yeah, this year is a little bit frustrating. But I, I again, I always think back to where I've been, uh, where I progressed, and it's you know what, man. We're already at the end of March. Tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow's the last day of March. Yeah. My birthday month is yeah, over. Man. My birthday month is um, over. That sucks, man. But you can always you can celebrate anytime. Yeah. You can always find reasons to celebrate. But. True that. True that. You know, we never we, we you me uh, uh, and uh, Bunting and any of these other guys that I'm close with. We didn't go out. Uh, we sh I should have planned something to have you guys uh, come out. I think my girlfriend posted something for everyone to come out to a, the the brewery that i was at recently but uh but you know it was like a last minute not last minute it was like a late it, it wasn't enough time there wasn't enough time but but you know what i think i'm gonna make something for us to go out not just for my my past birthday which is obviously uh a while it'll be you know it's already it's past already since last thursday but i think it's time we all go out for one cold one and 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 really really just you know um oh, oh yeah man i'm all about that 
for you know, sure. You know, you know, just just being people. You know, I'm all about that. All right, all right. Well, listen, Kitai, man, thanks for coming on. Uh, you know how I feel about you. I think you're a stand-up guy. I think you um are, are you have you have embedded yourself in the fabrics of my life, and I uh, and I appreciate it. And I wanted to say, um, you know, I know we'll be in this building hopefully a long time together. And I want to say, you know, Godspeed. And 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 I think, you know, now with this, well, not now. I'm sure you've had it for a while. This level of confidence and being in the classroom, I think it's 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 amazing. And you know, perseverance is everything, man. If you really want something, you really believe in it, you you'll you'll get past these hurdles. You know, life is life is like that. You know, we're gonna get a lot. Oh, yeah, sure. We're gonna get a bunch of fucking obstacles put in our way. And you know whatever, whatever, however, whatever famous wisdom, wisdom like quote you want to use, man, you got to get up, man. You got to get up, and you gotta, you know, you can't stay down, you know. And 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 I, I think that uh, key type. With that said, you know, you shed a little light on me about your personality, and that's a tough situation to get through. And I, I give you a ton of credit for for getting past that. Kudos to you, and kudos to, uh, you know, your life and your your happiness because those are the important things you know we overlook that sometimes but key time i'm going to sign off in a little bit i want to thank you for coming on thank you for helping us get that off our chests you know and um I, i'm going to tell you what key time contrary to what you had received in your first couple of years or your first year in teaching i'm going to give this i'm going to give this show a highly effective because that's the way i feel about it <laughs> sounds good man all right yeah, dude listen I I appreciate you being on. I'm I'm gonna see you soon, uh, guys. Thanks for yeah. coming on. And uh, Keita, we'll talk to, uh, tomorrow. Uh, have a good night. And guys, you guys have a good night. Thanks for coming on. Stay tuned for this Sunday when you'll see my other show where you can jo join me on my other show. This is how you know Sundays at twelve in the afternoon. I don't want to bring up what we're talking about. This one's a juicy one. Uh, and if you don't catch me on Sunday, see me back next Thursday when I will have a brand new episode of No Running in the Halls, DOE edition. Uh, hopefully, I can uh, round up this uh, special guest that I've been trying to get. We'll see what I can do. Guys, thanks for chiming in. I'll see you soon. Keith, have a good night. All right, you as well. Later. Take it easy, everybody. All right, man. Bye, guys.